Todd, how we doing? Todd, how we doing? Todd, how we doing? Fuck. Todd, how we doing? Fuck that noise. Ignum. Remix. That noise. Ignum. Remix. Todd, how we doing? Fine, fine. Doing great, bud. Todd, how we doing? No, seriously. Todd, how we doing? Keep asking. Todd, how we doing? Fuck that noise. Ignum. Remix. That noise. I think that, that's not even our show. Remix. Comments saying, "What's well, it? The remix of? How we doing? What was the original?" <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Far Out right. Podcast. This is Todd Perry. To the right of me is the great Buck Perez, and Buck Perez has. Uh, well, actually, uh, Todd, it's not Buck Perez anymore. Actually, it's, how we doing? Uh, I'd just like to ask you, how we doing, Todd? Yeah. Oh, d- doing fine, Buck. In I believe. In case I didn't ask you before, I, I think I already answered that question <laughs> for you. But uh, yes, it's either uh, as far as my rap name, Sleazy B, oh, yeah? or uh, as far as the auto tone phase, um, B Pain. B Pain. Yeah, B Pain. So that's when that's when you adopt your uh, vocodered persona. Yes, in the studio, I I got this moniker. Yes. Do you put a little top hat on and, and you kind of dance around? And, my, and you... my choice of derby is my own. That that's your own. It's my own. I'd like to see you show up on Maury Povich as B Payne with some kind of paternity issue. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, it'd be full circle. The baby didn't come out with the vocoder voice. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. But yeah, that's my latest endeavor. I've been uh, rather bored lately. I'm uh, down to a single job, so I'm I'm trying new things. I'm doing other ventures, and one oh. of them is music. All right. I'm do- I'm trying to be more musical. Well, you know, it sounds pretty good. Uh, you know. I, I do like the, the point of the song, Todd, how are we doing? I mean, on every show, usually it's, uh, you know, hey, this is Todd Perry, the Rami's Buck Perez. They, they say, write what you know. That's about all I know. You know very little. That's, uh, uh, like I said, I had the catchphrase last year of fuck that noise. And that never really caught on. I think it, it said like did. four it times. It kind of did. It kind of did. Uh, I think it said like four times. I think I heard on Eastbound and Down, so that made me feel good. All right. but so I felt good. A, a catchphrase, I mean, it only becomes a catchphrase when it catches on. <laughs> Is the thing if no one if it never catches on, I can never hear anybody like on Twitter be like, "Hey Todd, fuck that noise." Show yeah. was great, or yeah. you know, I, I never get that. We never get any emails with anybody mm. using it. Uh, I think it's a fail, and it's something you really just try to foist on the audience. I'm forcing, I'm forcing it. Yeah, yeah, I'm forcing the phrase. I'm S- forcing the phrase. Well, speaking of you using the vocoder on that, I could use something a little bit for my voice uh, <laughs> right now because I have I'm uh, coming uh, off of a nice little uh, f- I don't know some illness I don't know what it, I, uh, it flu I have like you know cold with flu symptoms I don't I don't know whether I call it the flu or the cold but then if I say I have a cold uh, the voice sounds right but my my nose is clear right mm. so then I can't say Can I ask you Did you get the flu shot? Are you flu shotted? Mm-mm. Oh, we'll see. Good. I never had it. Yeah, me neither. I never do that shit. Right? Yeah. yeah, but I hear it's a good thing. But uh, it's for rich old people. Yeah, it is. And I, well, I did thir- turn thirty six the other day, so don't but, do it. <laughs> don't do it. Fuck that noise. Fuck that noise. Yeah, exactly. Fuck that noise. Yeah. See, I can't tell you how to use your catchphrase. <laughs> that's like that's like when I'm talking to my wife, and my wife she wants to she's having a conversation with me. About like some movie she watched the other night when I wasn't around, right. and she'll be like, you know, the other day I watched that movie um, uh, with that actress. I'm like Meryl Streep. She's like, yeah, with Meryl Streep, and it was that movie where she's cooking. I'm like, uh, the Julie and Julie. Yeah, I watched that, and the the other actress in that, and then you know I, everything about, it, but she doesn't. Yeah, right. But she watched it, and she's trying to explain it to me. So I, I think maybe we should stop the conversation, honey. We'll run it the other way. 
<laughs> and I'll tell you all about the movie that you want to talk about. Because I'll end up knowing more about it than her. And then she asked me to fill it all in. And then I tried to explain that to her. She goes, yeah, well. That's it. <laughs> you're yeah, the, well. You're the other half of her brain. You're you're filling that part. Mm-hmm. She doesn't even need to watch the show. You're basically watching it for her. Yeah, yeah. Vicariously. So, yeah, so it's kind of weird. But, okay, so my, my voice is uh, screwed up. Uh, and Because not only when, when I was sick, I, I don't... Like most people, when they're sick, they'll be like, well, then I'm going to rest or whatever. I don't. I just keep doing things. And I went to Los Alamitos Racetrack last night mm. uh, with a bunch of friends, and um, I, uh, you know, I did okay. Smart right? move. Yeah. Feeling ill. And sit so, on some horses. And, and drink. Yeah. Drink alcohol, which yeah. screws up your voice. And then you're yelling. You're like, fall from glory! Fall from glory! You know, you're like yelling for your pony to, to finish, and you're like, glue factory! You're going to the glue factory, bitch! You just lost me $36. You're, hessle- you're heckling the horse. Yeah. I heckle the jockey. If it's anything, it's his fault. What, what do you... You short motherfucker! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if anything, like the horse isn't going to even fight you back. I heckle the jockey. Mm. He's the one riding him. He controlled the destiny, so I, I, I blame him. Every time I go to the track. Slap that pony, you short motherfucker! Yeah. You, he, he didn't work out enough, in my opinion. He was mm. a, a weak jockey. Right. Yeah. He, he, was, he was probably on the take. That's that's what I just assumed. But, I assume yes. But I, you know, I'm, I'm not a big gambler. But eventually, I I got beat to the tune of 36 bucks on one race because I, I bet like five bucks and then I won. I, so I had like 19, mm. and then I won that next race, so I got 42, and then I did like a box trifecta, and one horse didn't come in in the top three. And like with, if that would it was like a, a photo finish. If that horse would have came in, I probably would have won like a hundred bucks, right? Right. So I I showed my ticket to everybody at the racetrack, but my wife, because I didn't want to have to explain to my wife that I just got beat for thirty six bucks on a horse race. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it was a good time. Uh, so that's why my, my voice is less than optimal. But you know what? There's a lot of things going on that are less than optimal today. But we're still going to deliver a goddamn good show. That's right. Um, Mark Chambers was supposed to be on the show today, and actually tweeted out anybody with questions for Mark, and, and we got some. I said, you know, Mark's coming by the show. We got. Three shows, you know, three. We're gonna do two. We're gonna do three hour-long shows. We had all this stuff prepped, and then Mark for uh, he had to work today. His work took up his whole day. He's like, "Oh, dude, I can't make it. I know it's it totally sucks for you, for me to have to cancel." And he's like, "You know, obviously, as a guy who's done many podcasts himself, he gets the fact that canceling last minute is kind of a dick move." But he felt really bad about it. So I have uh, no animosity towards Mark, but we had to kind of reconfigure what we're doing. So today, they're pretty much the first time the show is just me and Buck. And you, the listener, sitting in your car or in your home. I think this is kind of intimate. It's kind of nice, just me and you sitting here. The rotating uh, Indian is the audience member, as I mm. see it. Mm. It is Naisha. It oh. is Chewy. Oh. That's who's sitting right across from me, because I'm sitting in a different chair. Oh, yeah. So you're looking I'm at looking. the listener. Are they like a green, like Obi-Wan hologram version of yes, the listener? like they're kind of glowing. You yes. see, you're seeing yes. a glowing Naisha mm. sitting there? Yes. Scowling at you? <laughs> Not not looking so good at me, yeah. Yeah, she, just she, she's kind of giving me the the uh, thousand goat stare. Oh, trying to like, make you fall over. Yeah, the men who stare. At Did goats I say stare. that right? Yeah, the thousand. Well, the thousand goats. Well, there's a thousand yard stare. But see, I say it, and then there's men who stare at goats. But I say the thousand goat stare. Mm, like like a thousand goats are looking. Imagine at you. you're in a football field and there's like a thousand goats like just looking at you. That's pretty intimidating. Yeah. Right. You're not doing shit. You're just oh shit. Yeah. You know, looking around. That's. That's the saying, right? Yeah. I don't know. I've been I, saying that for years. I, I'm, I've completely lost <laughs> where you're going with this. I'm sorry. That's I've why just, we need a third person that's here to, get, to, we'll to see, clarify. We need, we need Naisha here. 
That's true. We need we need Naisha here. We need. I feel like you know at the end of Romper Room where they have the mirror, and then they're like, looking at people. I yeah. see Todd. Yeah. I see. To-. And they never said my name. That bitch never said my name at the end of Romper Room. She never said Todd. No. Hmm. Did she ever say Buck? <laughs> no. But whenever she she would say Brian, and I knew it wasn't for me. I kind of imagined it was for me. Yeah. You know, like oh look, she said my name. But she she knew. she'd go really hard mm-hmm. on the uh, Hispanic names. I see Alejandro. <laughs> I see Katie. Exactly. Um, we kicked some kid's ass in uh, second grade because he was on Romper Room. Just want to mention that. Oh, she beat that kid's ass yeah. raw, right? Yeah, look. He was on Romper Room. Kick his ass. <laughs> That's seriously what happened. So, too bad Mark couldn't make it, but we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna force our way through here. We're going to have a good time. And uh, right after Mark emailed me, he was like, you know, I, I can't make the show. I was like, all right, cool. You know, we can reconfigure some stuff. And then something happened to me. Hmm. Something happened to me right after that, which I knew we had a show. It's life-changing. I knew we had a show once this happened. Hmm. And this might scar our listeners hearing this story. But this happened just a few hours ago to me. And uh, my wife, uh, it, you know, it's a nice little lazy Sunday. And so, you know, I'm recuperating from being ill. And so all we want to do is we want to go get, like, some sandwiches at a place called George's and Bixby Knoll's in North Long Beach. Really nice kind of oh, up, yeah. uppity part of town. And, um, and then take the dog to the dog park, right? Figuring what the hell can go wrong. So, you know, we have some, some sandwiches and... Uh, uh, I had a, a egg, a tuna salad melt. I don't eat a lot of tuna, but uh, I'm kind of coming back That's to tuna. That's an odd choice for the night after, you know, a horse track thing. You're eating a what? I'm it's sorry. not like a horse. Yeah, but it's I mean, like a Shetland you, pony. <laughs> you drank a shit ton, right? Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. were just partying, and you're sick, and you're having what? I'm sorry, tu- uh, fi- tuna melt. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Mm. Your body just hates you. Yeah, salad as well. But and so the wife and I, we have a nice little meal, and we take Furry Murray to the uh, Uptown Dog Park in North Long Beach, mm. it, which is right on the border of Bixby Knolls, which is like blue blood, rich ass part of town. Like literally, they have houses that look like the White House. Mm. But it's bordered by the hood. It's right on the other side of like Long Beach Boulevard. It's right. like pretty much the ghetto. It's like Snoop Dogg, Long Beach. Well, I think Youngblood lives off uh, uh, Long Beach and PCH. Yeah, so yeah that's you, you claiming that is a uh, not. I'm not saying does Youngblood live? Does John Youngblood live? He on lives the, in a palatial estate on uh, in the hood. Yes, uh, right on a hill in a PCH. I'm not giving his address. Please bleep that out. Yeah, I don't want. People showing up at his house, but yeah, but but it's right by this really affluent neighborhood, and so we we always go there. Wife and I loved going to the dog park, and uh, what happens is we park our car, and then right from where you park your car, it's at the entrance to the park, and then you walk about a hundred yards to these two big circular fenced off areas where they have the big dogs and the small dogs, right? Okay, and so you you know you you walk in and about. You know, my wife's fussing with the dog on the dog leash, right? So she's, Murray, Murray, you know, she's being very, my, she's a very hands-on dog parent. Right? I'm kind of like, fuck it, usually. Like, I'm like, all right, dog, let's go. The dog's pulling, the dog's barking. Murray like that. seems like he weighs eight pounds, so I yes. can't imagine he's much fuss. No, he's not. He's not, but he was really excited to get to the dog park. So my wife's kind of looking down and tooling around with the dog, making sure the harness is right for the leash and all, all the women's shit that, you know, because women love, all they love to do really is be like monkeys and pick shit out of people's skin and pop pimples on things and like really just nitpick 
other bodies, whether it be like me, if she sees a zit on me, it's like the greatest joy she ever had in her life. On the dog, if there's some like flea, like, I mean, she wants the dog to have fleas, I believe, so that she can pick at the fleas right. or treat the fleas. Like, they, that's what women want to do. You know, it's just when you watch the chimpanzees and they sit and they, they, they pick, you know, dust mites out of, you know, the, the, the fleas, uh, other chimps' ass. It's a whole project for her. Yes, and they oh my focused. God. My sister, when I had a zit when I was 12, my sister would put <laughs> me in the camel clutch and then try to pop the zit. So anyway, so she's fucking with the dog, and I'm just looking, and there's there's a, about 100 feet away, kind of uh-huh. in between where we're walking to and, there's, and where we are, there is some lunch benches. And there is a guy leaning against the lunch bench, hmm. and he was wearing gray sweats hmm. and a gray sweatshirt. And he's just leaning against the lunch benches, right? And I happen to notice that his hands, both hands are in his pants, right? And the guy had like a shaved head. He looked kind of like a cholo. Yeah. And he had, and he had his hands in his sweats. And you said sweatpants. Sweatpants. So, uh, I'm sorry. Sunday in the park, sweatpants. This guy's taking it easy. This is, oh, this yeah. is, this is the chillest guy on Sunday. And he's by himself. Oh. There oh. is no one around Not- him. It's nothing but open field. And this guy alone with his hands in his pants, Just right? no dog? No dog. No dog. No. No. And he's just chilling, right? And I'm like, that's kind of weird. Why is this guy just sitting by himself? In the, maybe he's sitting in the park waiting for somebody, like the uh, the old song, waiting for you. So then I literally, I, I see this happen. Maybe he's just sitting in the park waiting for the sun to go down. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's just what it is. Is me Shiro and the homies? <laughs> a, a lighter shade of brown is what he is. Yeah. Yes. So I look, and my wife's looking down at the dog, and I see this guy literally... Have his hand in his pants, and I see a stroking motion going on. And the dude, I'm like, holy shit, is this guy beating? Like, immediately I I, I avert my gaze because I think immediately above the fact that this guy might be beating off in the middle of the park, I think uh, it's inappropriate to look at another man touch himself. That's the first thing that runs through my my body. Like, if if you just started beating off right now in front of me, I, I, I turn away for a minute. I wouldn't stare because I don't want the guy to like yell at me. What are you looking at me while I'm beating off? Right, <laughs> right. What is he looking at? I'm sorry. Is what is he visual? What he, what's his his ocular? His his ocular. He's he's seeing us walking towards the dog park. Uh, right. Well, I don't think he's seeing you, buddy. But he's kind of looking up and moving his head around, and then he's got he, he and he wasn't doing an up and down. He wasn't churning butter. He mm. was doing an opposite down and Ooh. up where he had I think his wiener facing down and was kind of I don't know it was like a, we had a we I was it was downward dog pose yeah he was doing a downward thing and he was laying mm. against the park and I was like oh shit so I kind of turn away and then the wife and I keep walking and then I kind of peek back over and the guy's really I think he's going at himself at first at first I could have played it out to the fact that he was adjusting something right Sure. It was adjusting, you know, hey, things happen when you got balls and a wiener, right? He's an ex-ball player. He's just adjusting down there. Yeah, he's just adjusting. It yeah. wasn't a, he wasn't loving himself. And then once we kind of walk past him, I mutter to my wife. I go, is that guy just beating off? And she goes, I don't know. I don't know what he was doing, but he looked at me and smiled. Oh, and I was like, no. oh, no. That's what I meant, yep. Oh, no. So then I'm like, I don't know what the hell to do. So I'm... I'm like, should we call the cops? Like, what do we do? So we, we take the dog into the dog park. And then from where Murray's running around, I could see him from behind. So okay. I could see, like, you know, his back and, you know, the, his back. And he's facing towards the entryway to the park. So everybody who enters the park can see him. And then I see from behind, I see that 
that elbow moving. <laughs> I, I just see him really getting at himself, right? Yeah. And I'm like, Sarah, no, this guy's beating off. This guy is totally just being like, a, this like he looked like he was probably about mid thirties or whatever. I was yeah. like, this dude is just beating off in the middle of the park, You're right? Like, I know what that looks like. Now it is not. Now, now I can judge. Now yeah, I'm like, yeah. so do I call the cops because there's kids around here? What you know? What do I do? She's like, I don't know. Because if you call the cops, then she can stop beating off, and then maybe the cops call me over, and then I'm sitting looking at this guy going, he was beating off. Right. I'm sure of it, and then it becomes a whole thing, right? Well, that's a whole to do. Right, so I don't know what to do, but also the guy could, you know, who knows who he's going to beat off in front of next. You know, maybe he's going to expose himself. Or maybe, mm. maybe shit's going to get real in a minute. Right. He's going to start doing the, the, the helicopter dance. Wow. I, I don't know. So I, I let it settle for a second, and I kind of look around and see if anybody else in the park is noticing what's going on, but everybody's just paying attention to their dogs, and not the most obvious thing that's happening. So one guy, he's got like a flannel shirt on. And he leaves the, the kind of dog ring where they had the larger dogs. And I see him walking out towards, back to where the cars were parked. So I'm thinking, okay, he's going to encounter this gentleman. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm watching this. I'm like, all right. So the guy turns to Mr. You know, beating himself off. The guy's about, you know, about 50 feet away. And he goes, dude, are you jerking off? <laughs> like that. And then the guy kind of takes his hands out. And does the the hands up in the air like he did the jazz hands? Yeah, he did the jazz hands, right? Like no, no, no yeah, no, 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 I'm good, like like this. And the guy, and then the guy goes, "Get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of the park!" Yeah. And then so the 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 guy kind of waits. The the guy who's beating off kind of waits a minute, and then the guy in the flannel shirt just waits there with his dog. And then the guy exited the park, and I saw him walk out. Yeah. And then the guy just bit, and then I see the guy walk all the way out to the street. And he kind of stands by the street in his sweats, and I see him go back in his pants again. Chronic masturbator. Yeah, he can't stop masturbating. My God. So then he runs out, and I think, well, do I call the cops? Or, you know, what do I do? I mean, the guy's gone. I mean, who, who knows? And, and plus, I, I felt weird if I were to approach him there, because who knows? He could have, like, shot me. You know, you never know that in his sweats, maybe he had a twenty two. Yeah. I, like, I don't know. I, I, he was, you know. What you wanted to be was Batman, but the other guy was Batman. Yeah, I lost my opportunity to be Batman. Yeah, every every guy wants to be Batman. <clears throat> I want to step up and be Batman sometimes, but I don't have it. I don't. Know. I don't know what Batman. What, I mean, I didn't have utility belt on me. <laughs> I just had Murray. Murray's sick. It just requires you to be that one citizen that will stand up. I know against all. all but I was. I, I took too long. I hesitated. And then somebody else got <clears throat> the opportunity, and then they seized it. But for too long, I hesitated going. Because when you see it, the thing is, when you see it happening, you first doubt your senses. And you go, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's not whacking off in right. public, right? <laughs> right? Because that's the polite thing to do. Maybe that made my head screwed on wrong. I do that on a daily basis. Yeah. Have you ever seen anything like this? Have you ever been in no. a park and seen anybody exposing themselves? No. Have you ever seen anything creepy? But the next time I do, I think I'm going to do it in a Batman voice. What are you jerking off? <laughs> Just going to do it like that. See what happens. Be Buckman? Yeah. I'm going to kick ass. What are you... Jerking off. Jerking off. Who are you, Holmes? <laughs> I'm Batman. Exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of the Long Beach dog park. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess I should have done something. But, but again, my wife was like, yeah, you don't want to get shot or, you know. Who knows? I mean, but, you know, I, and then I was talking to my wife and I was like, okay, let's just say that deep inside of me, I felt the need 
to jerk off in a dog park, right? Hmm. Maybe I was that excited by dogs or whatever. Right, right. The, the, the distance between me actually doing it and just thinking I'd like to do it is a huge step. Sure. That's not just like, eh, you know, I, I, you know the, there's legalities involved. Like, you really, really, to complete this act, have to really want to do it. Yeah, you, uh, you baby... You baby step into this. So what do you, you, do you, you, you take it easy, like maybe you're going to kind of, you know, jerk off in the freeway? Or? Uh, yeah, I say like in the car first, at a, at a distance, and then you slowly work it up. You know, so you start in the, in a car in the park. Yeah. Yeah. That, it, that's where this comes from. Because if this guy's just like, he gets kicked out of one place and he's walking down the street and jerks off again. Yeah. I mean, this guy's just bold and dangerous. This guy's that or crazy. he's so worked up, he's like, oh man, I'm going to have fucking blue balls now. But like, why in public? Like he's he's yeah. I mean, obviously he was fucked with by somebody at a young age. I mean, it's all you could doctor drew this thing to death, but you know, hmm. um, I think he got manti tailed. Oh what? Manti tau? Manti tau? Yeah, that, that's what it is. That's what it got. Yeah, he got tricked on the internet. Well, I do know he was touching his catfish. <laughs> that's what that's what was happening. So here, listeners. If you live in North Long Beach and you see a Hispanic gentleman with a shaved head, about 35, wearing all gray sweatsuits, you know. But by the way, I wonder, I, I doubt he was wearing underwear. I think in, in the sweatsuit, the sweatpant, that's the ultimate, I'm, I'm, I'm going to rub one out in public thing. Because like, yeah. think about, it, like, if you had jeans on, like you had your Levi's 501s or whatever, that's a, that's a tall order. It's not happening. You're chafing. Yeah, unless you have a very small wang. You're chafing. But the guy, not only that, he was like, I'm going to wear some sweats for the pants, but then on, on, my, on my, my top, is, I'm going to match, at least, <laughs> when I beat off in public. You got to coordinate, Todd. Yeah. And I'm thinking if the guy was probably about 35, isn't the first time he's whacked off in the park? <laughs> yeah, but, but the, the thing that was stunning to me was clearly he wanted to be yelled at for it because it's not like, if I was to rub myself in the park... I'd be hiding behind a tree, or I'd be somewhere that no one could see me, right? right? But clearly, this guy was towards the entrance of the park, by where everybody walks in. Like It was kind of like when you walk into Disneyland, and they have that big sign that says, here, you leave today and enter the world of tomorrow, yesterday, and fantasy, or whatever. Sure. Or, you know, the, the big, you know, fucking Mickey Mouse floral arrangement in the front. Like, he was greeting people like a Walmart greeter, hmm. just... Rubbing it down. Whacking it off. Just whacking it off. Just whacking it off in front of Disneyland. So, I don't know, man. It, that was, my, and my wife, uh, poor thing, she was just like, the more I think of it, the more I'm fucking disturbed. And it, we, we just had a really awkward, awkward drive home from the dog park. But I talked, to, I talked to some guy in the, uh, in the dog park who was with his dog, and I was like, you see that guy in the gray sweats that was over there? He's like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, he was touching himself. And they're like, oh, shit, Really? And then the guy's wife immediately goes, he must really like dogs. Uh, yeah, exactly. Why Why at that place? I, I could think of a thousand better ones to r- places to rub one off. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. Seriously, well, there was at least, you know, there's not, not a lot of good looking people there, but oh my God. So yeah, that's what happened to me today. That's a, that's a, that's a full day. I'm surprised you didn't just call it right hand. I took a long nap after that. Yeah. I need to take it easy. I'm, I'm glad, you know, I, that's one of those things where I'm glad it didn't affect me. Like I'm glad I didn't see that happening and get like turned on by it. I'm, I'm, you know, you gotta. But you know, it's not that I worried that that would happen. But there's nice little signposts in life when you know you have a healthy sexuality. When you see that guy and you go, "A, that's wrong. B, that doesn't excite me." 
Thank God I wasn't turned on by that. I know. That's that's what you said. What a top. Yeah, yeah, it's called uh, Sign Your Pity on the Runny Kind. <laughs> oh, time to pay the bills. Oh, what do we got? We got, uh, we got, uh, got a new spot. We got a new sponsor on the show. And that's the, uh, oh, let's, let's, let's just run through it. Now, now, Buck. Todd. How much cash is in your wallet right now? Is how much cash? Personally. Personally, I'm not as much a bank account. I'm just saying, what are you holding right now? I mean, not, not, not what are you holding? What are you holding in your wallet? Right, 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 right. right. Two different, two different things. How much cash you got in your wallet? I see you got some gold cards, you got everything. You see, I got a lot of, a lot of business cards, a lot of gold cards. Cash. But as you can see, Todd. They're only paying for a minute, okay? So. As Al Pacino said in, um, I'm sorry, what was the movie with him and Johnny Depp? Uh, Johnny Blue Eyes? Or? No, Donny Brasco. Donny Brasco, yeah. Wise guys never carry money in their wallet. You always have a money clip. All right, how much money is on your money clip right now? <laughs> I got about four bucks. Okay, you got four, $4 in singles. Yes. We know that's worth, right? It's worth about $4. No. No. It's worth absolutely nothing. The dollars? It's worth zero. Oh, my God. After the United States went off the gold standard in 1973, your currency is based on... Yes. It's always so hard to say for me. It's a market-based currency. It's not based on anything. Don't you wish your money was actually worth something? Let's say the U.S. economy crashes like it's due to next week. It's going to completely crash. It's going down. If your money was in gold, you could actually do things like barter with people. You could barter with your neighbors in exchange for goods and services. Hmm. But your cash, it's worth nothing. Right now, what's in your pocket, all you could do is basically you could wipe your ass four times with those $4. Now you ask, how can I exchange my worthless market currency for real value? Just call the Bilderberg Gold Group at 800-GOLD-MONEY. Wow. That's 800-G-O-L-D-M-U-N and the letter E. 800-GOLD-MONEY. Exchange your worthless Federal Reserve notes for real gold. The type of shit that South American kings sacrificed virgins for. The type of bullion the Nazis stole from the people in Warsaw. For the type of money that's easily boiled down into pretty trinkets and luscious jewelry. Real worthful stuff. Just... Don't let it happen to you. Don't let all your, 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 your cash money become nothing. All the ones and zeros in your bank account, it's nothing. It's worth nothing until you have real gold. So call us today at 800-GOLD-MONEY. That's 800-G-O-L-D-M-U-N in the letter E. Gold money. Moving on. Yeah. Huh, that was, I like that spot, yeah. You like that? They're the ones with the uh, monkeys outside, with the uh, throwing the signs. Yeah, 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 they got the, the gold money, yeah. So the you, gold money monkeys. You, you could go in there, and then you could give them your $4, and they'll give you, like, a little... They'll give you a little vial with mm. water in it with a couple of shiny, like, gold flakes, like in gold schlager. Oh, nice. For $4. That works out. But, you know, you bring in a couple grand, they'll give you, like, in a little brick to walk out with or whatever. But, I mean, you know, just put your... Put your money into something that, you know, I went, get back on the gold standard, people. Ron went, Paul endorses this. I went in there last week. You know what they had? Mm. The solid gold dancers. Oh, yeah? Yeah, from that show. Are they like 50 or whatever? Dance Fever. Remember Dance Fever? I know. Yeah, they had the solid gold dancers in there. Yeah. They were fucking No, up. that was solid gold had the solid gold dancers. Uh, wait. I used was to, that the right show? Yeah. I used to have a boss at KLSX that was an ex-solid gold dancer, actually. Really? Yeah. And uh, when I first started there, and he... Uh, he had, Wait, He? Yes, I he was one of the I thought, dudes. I thought the uh, Saul Gold dancers were all chicks. He had a fantastic body. I got to admit, like as a man, <laughs> looking at another man, I was like, that guy's... Dude you know, to dude? 
dude to dude, I was like, that guy's kind of cut. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, again, like with the the masturbator in the park earlier today, didn't do anything for me sexually. Mm. Neither did this guy, but I did. I did admire his build. That's nice. It's Valentine's Day this week. Good transition. Yeah, you like that? guys' abs right into Valentine's yeah. Day. Valentine's yeah. Day this week. You uh, you got any plans? So, Buck. When, when are you going to get a woman to the fact that uh, you can take uh, out Valentine's? Do you have yeah, any dates? I, I believe I am working on Valentine's. What is it, Thursday? Yeah. You working on a Valentine? You going to have a girl? Uh, Sure, yeah. Yeah. Like, on the truck. I'm going to have a girl on the truck. You're going to handle her on the truck? You're going to have her hand yeah, on, on the, the grill? Truck. No, on the truck, yeah. You're going to give her the grilled cheese? They, they've filmed a few pornos on uh, food trucks, I've heard. So, was, What was it called? Food, uh, I don't know. I know they did film at least one porno on a food truck, though. Buck on the truck? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Bucking on the trucking. Put a little I'm sorry sauce on her to warm oh, her up, get her going, and then... Uh, this sounds crazy. Lay down the gauntlet? This sounds crazy. Well, on the Far Out podcast, we've had a recent trend on the show where we've gone from just doing, you know, comedy to not doing comedy. No, to, oh. to basically to trying to do a little bit of awareness for things. Like, we were trying to help out people with head trauma... Uh, on our last show, right. uh, we tried to make sure that no one laughed by doing Drunk Yoda a second time. <laughs> and, make uh, sure of that. Yeah. Whew, 100 proof. Not so sure he's coming back again. But there's one thing I'd like to let everybody know about. It's something that nobody talks about anymore. Like, huh? there's other things that are getting much more publicity than this. Like, everybody today is talking about HPV. Women are getting HPV tests because it leads to ovarian cancer. Everybody's talking about HIV. Everybody talking about AIDS. But nobody anymore is talking about the granddaddy of them all, oh. herpes. You thought it was just a 70s thing, but did, did you know, I just want to give some facts, hmm. that when you go out on Valentine's Day and you're taking out this girl, you're taking out this guy that you don't know, they could have herpes. Hmm. Did you know that 16.2% about one out of every six people aged 14 to 49 years of old age have uh, herpes, too. Over the past decade, the percentage of persons with genital herpes in the United States has remained stable. So people are still getting the herp, but no one's talking about it, man. Why can't we cure the herp? Like, there's got to be some celebrity like Lance Armstrong or something like I, I know Lance Armstrong is bad now. But, you know, some, co- some kind of cause celeb for the herp. I know we need someone to come out and say. We do. I, well, they, I, yeah. Paris Hilton has herpes. I guess when they raided some storage shed, they found that she had um, that. What, what's that? I don't know the the commercial where the woman's like kickboxing. She keeps moving her leg up, and then like she's got herpes. Valtrex. Oh. oh my god! And then she keeps moving her leg up, and like, wait, you keep showing me the cam, the herpetic camel toe. Right. I don't need to see that. <laughs> but uh, so let me just tell you, how do you get genital herpes? People get herpes by having sex with someone who has the disease. Having sex, in quotations, means anal, buck, yep. vaginal, yep. buck, mm. or oral sex. It can be found and released from the sores that the viruses cause. So here's the deal. I want everybody, everybody on your Valentine's Day date, even if you're married to this person, no matter what, they could be cheating on you. You could be humping around like Bobby Brown said. I watch more every fucking day. Okay. That shit happens. People are getting burnt left and right. 16.2%. They say Long Beach has the most herpes of anywhere in America because you have a combination of the hood hmm. and, 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 you know, these problems, sexually transmitted diseases are more, you know, in impoverished communities, people have it more. You have hipsters, and all hipsters have herpes. And then you have college students. 
And then you have older people from the 70s that, that all have herpes, too. They all got during the disco times. Hmm. So herpes is everywhere. So I want everybody to know about it. So in order to create awareness, you know, the best way to get to the kids is through music. Everybody knows that. Just like uh, Heal the World. This is what you're doing. I mean, that's how they fed all the, the starving kids in... Um, Trying to make it a better place. And for, what is it, China? For, for you and for me and for the entire human race. They're not starving anymore in China. There are... People dying. If you care enough for the living, hear the world. Make a little space for you to make a better place. Stop it, Bunk. So I have a song. If I can grab my acoustic guitar real quick. Oh man, please, because Oscar's not here. I have a song for herpes awareness. That's not only is it gonna is it a good poppy track that will um get you singing, but it'll uh you know. So you brought it. Like, you didn't just want to bring awareness. You wanted to... I wanted to bring it. You want to bring it. Like uh, that that Argo movie. If I'm going to make a fake hit, it's going to be a, a big hit. Yeah. Fuck fake yeah. movie. It's going to be a big hit. Yeah. So here we go. Buck, Buck and I are going to sing this song, and it's uh, technically called Herpes Song. All right. Men. Next time you check in your pants, there are some questions that you might have. Is that a crunch berry on my way? Oh no, it's herpes. Is that a pimple at the base of my thing? Oh no, it's herpes. Are those ladybugs on my weenus? Oh no, it's herpes. Can I use cover up so she doesn't see this? Oh no, it's herpes. Well, HPV may be the latest rage And it may not be as cool as AIDS But if you find upset or red and raised, you're on the team And it ain't celebrated like the clap Or as itchy as a bad case of staff And unlike syphilis, it won't make you go mad And that's a good thing Now, ladies Next time you check in your pants There are some questions that you might have Why do I have an itchy feeling on my vag? Oh no, it's happens Is this a reoccurring case of the crabs? Oh no, it's happens Is that a cold sore on my other lips? Oh no, it's happens Cause it touched myself watching Twilight Eclipse Oh no, it's happens Well, HPV may be the latest rage And it may not be as cool as AIDS But if you find bumps that are red and raised, you're on the team And it ain't celebrated like the clap or as itchy as a back case of staff And unlike syphilis it won't make you go mad And that's a good thing Oh no, it's herpes Oh no, it's herpes Oh no, it's herpes Oh no, it's herpes So I think that's going to connect with the kids Some of your best work Thank you It. it- it's groundbreaking. Yeah. We have done the wall, or parts of it, yeah. This yes. is this is even further. 
This is going a bit. I mean, we're helping people's their sex lives. We're herping, help, herping we're, people. We're herping people out. We are herping people out. We've got to end on that. <laughs> thank you for listening to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. This is Buck Perez. Hey, thank you. Saying Akbaka, Baka Chaka. Far Out Podcast is a presentation of the Blue Whip Jackass. Online at faroutpodcast.com. On Twitter at Far Out Podcast. Questions or comments, email us at show at faroutpodcast.com. All characters appearing in this work are fictitious. Any resemblance to real persons living or dead is purely coincidental. No animals were harmed in the production of this podcast. Bros before hose, liquor before beer, and you're in the clear. No man is an island. Life is not about finding yourself, but creating yourself. 80% of life is shown. That was a good one. <laughs>